and friends, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talks. I'm your host, David Steele. At least it has a week off. So I just wanted to, before we get going today, there were a couple of big stories, or one big story that uh, really hit the wire today, and that was Batgirl. Batgirl actually, so Warner Brothers and Discovery and whatnot actually canceled Batgirl. And this was a movie that had been getting... So this was going to be released to on HBO Max. And they had spent $90 million, Warner Brothers and Discovery had, to get this made. And out of the blue, this gets canceled for whatever reason. So now this won't even be released for HBO Max. So this goes to a couple of different things. I feel really bad for, you know, Leslie Grace, who actually starred as Batgirl in this. But um, so this goes to a couple of different things. Number one, what is going on at Warner Brothers? <laughs> this is a complete, complete disaster. Now, I understand they were under a new regime with David Zasloff, and that's understandable. So they're still trying to get all their ducks in a row. But here's what you got to understand. This is the least of their problems. So you have a Flash. The, the movie The Flash is was supposed to be coming out July of next year. And, of course, it stars the broiled and battled star Ezra Miller. Now, Miller has been in the headlines a lot lately with the whole situation of what happened in Hawaii and other things, which I won't get into because you can just read it on your own. But so there was absolutely no movement at Comic-Con. The only thing that they had was a panel and Dwayne Johnson coming out to promote Black Adam, which drops in a few months, which was good. Looks decent. So this movie, Batgirl, had a some say 80, some say $90 million slate. And now they just scrapped the whole thing. So you have essentially $350 million that is wasted. <laughs> because you're not going to be able to put this the movie The Flash out, at least not next year, not until everything blows over. And now Batgirl is in the junk heap. I don't know what's going on. And look, as I said before, I understand it's a new regime and they're trying to clean house. But what do you do? And how do you do it? I mean, the Batman was a success making $700 million worldwide. Do you just reboot? You know, do you just start it with that and scrap everything else? So, I mean, a lot of different things here. I mean, you really, do they try and just slide it on HBO Max without, you know, any problems? And by the way, this was a movie on streaming. This had nothing to do with the theatrical release. So, yeah, the whole thing is an what I like to call an unmitigated disaster. And so that's to be continued. I'm sure we'll find out more about it as the days go along. And that's not to mention they just abruptly canceled the flash 24 hours earlier. So there's going to be a couple more episodes of that and that's done. So, you know, I, you really can't explain what's going on there. You really, really can't. People are making decisions. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing or talking about. And subsequently, people are just, this is why they don't care about DC at the end of the day. 
because they can't even get their own house straight. So, anyways, that was the big news of the day. And moving on to something that's a little more cheery, if you will, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt has been around for a long time acting. He'll be celebrating his 60th birthday in December, right around the time that Avatar The Way of Water comes out. And yeah, so December 18th. So he's a Christmas baby. And so he was actually born in Oklahoma and grew up in Missouri. And his mother and father, they were a school counselor. She was a school counselor and he was a truck company manager. So he went to high school, participated in a bunch of things, sports, student government, musicals. And then he goes on after graduation and goes to the University of Missouri, where he majored in journalism and with a focus on advertising. He occasionally had acted in fraternity shows as, you know, not a big thing. And he left college with only two credits left. He had two credits left before getting his degree, and he went out to California. So before he became successful at acting, he supported himself by driving strippers in limos, moving refrigerators, and dressing as a giant chicken while working at a Pollo Loco. So he was that guy on this, you know, holding outside in the chicken suit. That was probably Brad Pitt. <laughs> so his earliest credited roles were in television. And he started on the uh, daytime soap Another World back in 1964. Before he, that, and after that, he got recurring roles Randy on the primetime soap Dallas. Yes, that's the one that, you know, who shot JR. Same one. So after a, fall, a string of guest appearances on a variety of shows in the 80s, 91, but he gets a small part in Thelma and Louise. But before that, he really start. you know, the 80s, I mean, he did things that, you know, guest appearances, as I said. I mean, he was on Growing Pains, Head of the Class. He was even on Freddy's Nightmares, made an appearance on... 1988, made an appearance on 21 Jump Street. So he did other things like that. But one of his big breaks came in 1991, as I said, with Thelma and Louise. That movie, like, put him on the map. Was I would You'd even call it his coming out party or being discovered. So from there, he ends up getting, he does a couple of other roles. And then... 1992, he does A River Runs Through It, and that was a movie that was directed by Robert Redford. So just to show you in comparison to what he's making now, his salary. So his salary for Thelma and Louise was $6,000. That's all he got for it, $6,000. So in 1992, he does, you know, A River Runs Through It, makes a little bit more. And then in 1993, he does another movie that I think pretty much everyone is familiar with, and that's California. And so for that movie in itself, he made half a million dollars for that movie, $500,000. So the next year, they noticed that, okay, he's, he can do good work. He had a big year that, that next year, 1994. He did Interview with the Vampire with, of course, Tom Cruise and a very young Kirsten Dunst and Legends of the Fall. So for Interview for Vampire, he got $3 million. So that, that was terrific for him. And then the next year, so the 90s, he really owned the 90s. I mean, you can think about any movie, big movie, and that was had Brad Pitt in it. 
So then the next year, of course, he does the movie Seven with Morgan Freeman and Kevin Spacey. Still one of the craziest twists you're ever going to see, but a really good movie. Nonetheless, David Fincher, he ended up getting $4 million. So his salary is now growing. And as we get later on, you'll see how much money he's making. But so he made $4 million for seven. And in that same year, he did 12 Monkeys with Bruce Willis. And he was getting right around that amount. So a couple years later, he does another film that... So he did Sleepers in 96, and he made $10 million for Sleepers. $10 million. So he made two and a half times the amount he made for Seven. So that was like a huge payday. So in 1997, he does The Devil's Own, and that had Harrison Ford in it. And that was a a drama. Police officer uncovers the real identity of his house guest, who's an IRA terrorist. So that was an interesting movie. For that, he made $8 million. So, you know, he's starting to make bank now. He can basically hold his own and, and do what almost whatever he wants at this point. So, and by the way, I should say this. He's not just acting. When we start to get later on, years down the road, he's going to start producing too. So, I mean, he really started producing his own material or was either an executive producer or a producer starting in, I would say, 2000 give or take. 2006 is when he really started to produce. So from there, so he, he's making, at this point in his career, he's making quite a bit of money. Quite a bit of money. So then he goes in 97 and he makes Seven Years to Tibet. So Seven Years to Tibet was an interesting movie, to say the least. And he made $10 million for that. But here's the thing. He actually got banned from China because of that movie. Believe it or not, he still can't go to China today. So it's a little interesting nugget to know about that. So then he does Meet Joe Black, which was another dramatic role for him back in 98. So you can see he, he's just getting whatever he wants at this point, whatever he wants. And then, so he made $17.5 million for that. <laughs> so he, he got a 75% raise for that movie. But then in 1999, I think this is the one. I mean, if we're going to talk about films with Brad Pitt in them, I think this has got to be a top three, if not top five film, and that's Fight Club. You know, there's four rules about Fight Club, you know. So that's even a cultural phenomenon today. So for Fight Club, he still earned $17.5 million. And so a couple years go by, he gets the Mexican in uh, 2001. So this is about 20 years ago now. He took a pay cut and did that film for $5 million because for a number of reasons. In that same year, he goes back and he does Spy Game with Robert Redford. You notice a theme here. He likes working with Redford. (laughs) So he went back and made $17.5 million. But when I was just talking about movies, top three movies, so you have Fight Club, and I think this is the movie that really changed his life was Ocean's Eleven back in 2001. So 
at that point, I mean, he did Snatch as well, but Ocean's Eleven changed his life. He made $30 million. So he had a $10 million salary and then back-end bonuses. So for all those that are unfamiliar, a back-end bonus is depending on how much a movie makes, let's say, opening weekend or grosses domestically or worldwide, they get a percentage of the revenue. So he made $20 million just from how much money that movie made overseas and here in the States. So, I mean, and if, I mean, the most common example is Robert Downey Jr. He made his millions and millions and millions of dollars because of the back end deals. He only may have made four or $5 million to appear in the film, but he made a lot of money on the back end. So that changed his life, Ocean's Eleven. And then he goes for a couple of years, and then in 2004, he does Troy. It was an unorthodox role for him, but he did it anyways. So he made $17.5 million. The next year, he goes and does Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Angelina Jolie, and that's how he met his wife at the time, who he eventually married. And he made $20 million for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I mean, they were both huge stars at the time. So, and then that same, so the year prior to that, I should say, he did Ocean's 12, where I'm sure he had the same, the same deal. So I'm sure he made 20 or $30 million from that movie. And then moving on, he does Ocean's 13, Babel. And then he does a movie that got nominated for Best Picture in The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. But I think the other, in that top three, what we were just talking about with Ocean's Eleven and Fight Club is Inglorious Bastards. And so he'll do another World War II movie later on. And that actually ended up winning Christoph Waltz an Academy Award. So that just tells you, I mean, Quentin Tarantino is just an amazing filmmaker. So, I mean, I don't think it was good as Pulp Fiction, but nothing is going to be as good as Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so... For that movie, he ended up making $10 million. That was in 2009. And then he kind of went silent for a bit. He did a few other decent movies. But I think the if we're going to put the top five in there, I think Moneyball. Yes, I'm a sports fan. But oh, it was just so, so good. I love this. And um, I don't think they could have gotten a better actor to play Billy Bean for that. So, And then, you know... He does World War Z, okay. He does Fury. He does The Counselor. But he really comes back on the map with Adam McKay's The Big Short, which I loved. I love The Big Short. I thought it was great. The dark humor, the uh, the comedy, it just it really worked. So that movie was actually nominated for Best Picture as well. So 12 Years a Slave, he was a producer on. He actually ended up winning an Academy Award as a producer for that because that won Best Picture. So, but moving on, in the last couple of years, so his last, one of his last films, of course, in 2018, he, he played uh, Vanisher and he did Deadpool 2. So he does have a sense of humor. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which he won his second Academy Award for, he got $10 million for that, plus he got back-end bonuses. So you can see he does like working with 
Quentin Tarantino. And then leading up, so as we're, you know, closing in on it, he does Ad Astra, which was a space movie, and he did produce. And then on Friday, Bullet Train. So he's done 82 films, good or bad or indifferent. And he's going to make $20 million for this. And then the new Formula One picture with Top Gun Maverick director Joseph Kaczynski, he's going to be making $30 million. So his career, I mean, he's made a lot of money in his career. He's well set. For all of the times he's been in the press and whatever else, he's really made a mark on Hollywood. One of the better actors, I mean, he's, I think that if the the material is good, and this just goes to show you, if the material is good, he's a good actor. I mean, this is why stories are so important. Yeah. And I mean, there there are plenty of stories to talk about, uh, you know, what he's doing and whatnot. But I mean, he's, he told Conan O'Brien in, in 1993 that he was a method actor, <laughs> you know, for true romance. I mean, so one of his quotes is, success is a beast, and it actually puts the emphasis on the wrong thing. You get away with more than what you're looking instead of looking within. So Brad Pitt is, he's going to be missed because this probably, at least after the Formula One movie, will probably be his last movie. As of recent, he's had some medical problems. And so, yeah, I mean, but it's one, you know, he, I think he also realizes that it might be time to hang it up to. So he has something that he lives, he's been living with for a while called face blindness. It's a condition that causes the inability to to recognize faces. And so... You know, that's experts say that it may run in the family, which, you know, could or could not happen. According to doctors, it it roughly affects 2% of the population. And so there's two types to this. There's one that's developmental. And then there's another one that could happen because of a stroke or a brain injury or even Alzheimer's to a certain degree. This can't be medically diagnosed. So I... I don't know how they they did that for him. But, um, yeah, I mean, I wish him well. He's certainly made his, an indelible mark in Hollywood over the past four, you know, 30 years, at least 35 years. If this is his last movie, I'm dying. To, so let's get to Bullet Train real quick. From all indications, this looks amazing. It looks like it's a fast-paced, violent king. I I don't even know how to describe it, whether it's like a Kingsman movie and the violence. I I was going to go see it tonight. I'll go see it this weekend or at least tomorrow on Thursday, and I'll have a spoiler cast up for you guys by definitely Sunday or Monday at the absolute latest. We'll talk about the box office, what it did. This looks good. So this is going to be the last major movie of the summer everything else after this is we got toronto film festival coming up in september but the whale looks unbelievable so that's going to probably be the the big one there with brandon frazier but so i think next week what we'll do is we'll talk about we'll do like a summer wrap-up show and we'll talk about 
how much money the movie's made, what could be expected of Hollywood moving forward, you know, and we'll do and we'll do a uh, a fall preview because I think everybody's looking forward to a couple of movies. Obviously, you know, you have Black Adam in October, you've got Wakanda Forever in December, uh, November, and then of course the big one everybody's looking forward to is the Avatar movie, Avatar Way of Water. So that's going to be a big, it's going to be a big three months, definitely. So August and September are going to be a little bit slow. So because of that, we're gonna, as I said, so moving forward, what we're going to do is this. We're going to have a couple interviews coming up. So I hope you guys enjoyed the one with Scott Mendelson and, and Chad Holloway. So we got a couple others coming up. Once September is over, though, we'll jump right back into the fray. We're not going to do interviews every week. Don't worry. Just wanted to, you know, give you guys a couple of other things besides this. So, okay, I guess that's it. I'm, until I go to see Bullet Train and put up the the uh, spoiler cast. So yeah, I just walked you through Brad Pitt's career, and so you can see the uptick and the upswing that he's had over the past twenty. 30 years. So, but okay. So coming up, what do we have? So Mob Mondays um, are going to be coming up probably the start of next week, uh, the 8th. So I'm going to record Goodfellas or what we'll do is just put, I know what I said about Goodfellas and The Departed. I think we'll just put The Departed out first. And if, if I do that, so truth be told, if I put out just The Departed, it's only going to be four ninety nine a month. I think that's what we might do because that way I can just set it up and, and take care of business. And so it's only going to be five bucks, $5 a month guys. So, and then we'll have, so this week on flashback Friday, we'll have guardians of the galaxy volume two. So I know there was a third, I knew I heard the trailer for the third one leaked. I have no desire to watch that until it's fully done. After that, it's Spider-Man homecoming. So that will be good. And then what else do we have? So we'll have the roundup on Thursday. I, As I said, we'll try and put the spoiler cast out. It'll definitely be out by Monday. Definitely be out by Monday. And so, oh, at the end of this month, we're going to be doing, Alicia and I are going to be doing The House of the Dragon. We're going to be doing spoiler cast about that. So stay tuned for that. And... Then once that's so that's going to run all the way through the end of October, and then we will we will then start rewatch Wednesdays. And the premise of that is I'll watch a movie. So we have the first three weeks already planned out. So I'll watch a movie that I haven't seen. She'll watch a movie she hasn't seen. So she's going to do Steve Jobs, and then I'll watch Catch Me If You Can, and then she'll watch Heat, and then we'll go back and forth. So that's probably going to be. $5 a month as well. That will definitely be $5 a month. And yeah, you'll have four or five different podcasts going on once at that point. So my suggestion is stay tuned. Go follow us once again on Twitter. My handle is wannabe rounder. That's W-A-N-N-A-B-E-R-O-U-N-D-E-R. All one word. Instagram, it's D. Caduto, C-A-D-U-T-O, and you'll notice the little uh, podcast picture. That's me. Yeah. 
if you follow us on social media, but follow us, if you guys follow us on, uh, send me a, a, a tweet. Let me know you've got, we're on, uh, follow me on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever, and I'll give you a shout out for the next podcast. So I, I was noticing the analytics the other day, and it's one of those things where I was like, 10 or 15 people listening, but they're not following. Guys, follow me. I will give you a shout out. Yeah. I'm trying to think if that's it. Yeah. We, we just, there's so much stuff coming up this week, this month. I have some interviews on the horizon. Yeah. So, so Elisha will be back next week. And then, yeah. So, okay. Oh, I, the one last thing I'll say before we sign off Patreon. Go to the Patreon channel. It put real talks into the search bar. It, there's four different levels, $3, $7, $15, and $20 a month. Guys, $3 is a cup of coffee at Starbucks almost. $7 is a gallon of gas. For $7 a month, you'll get your name shouted out for 10 or 12 or 15 podcasts. It's well worth it. 20 bucks a month gets you an extra podcast nobody else gets. It also gets you a t-shirt and it gets you a mug. So, all right, guys. So until next week, I am David Steele and you have been listening to Real Talk. <laughs>